0: Welcome to the Indian Silicon Valley Podcast. I'm your host Jivraj and on this podcast I take up one startup concept at a time and discuss it with a founder who has practically seen it all. Each episode gets us further in building the startup of our dreams taking the Indian Valley forward. This episode is rather special. An amazing founder with a phenomenal journey on the wonderful theme of Global from day zero. In this episode, I speak with the founder of the Indian global SaaS company that helps us consumers to seamlessly edit videos, Sanket Shah of InVideo. Sanket has been so candid throughout the episode, sharing such great practical insights and learnings. Sanket is an avid believer of the adage that if you do something dedicatedly for long enough, the results will follow. InVideo recently raised their Series A 15 million round led by Secoa Capital and participation from Tiger Global, two of the largest institutional investors in the world. InVideo currently has over 800,000 users across 150 plus countries. But InVideo is not an overnight success, neither is it a one-man show. This is the result of 8 plus years of hard work, dedication, perseverance, and willpower Sanket and his co founder and the team that constantly innovates at NVIDIA. The innovation and culture show via the great hiring stint we talk about during the episode, or the Inside NVIDIA blog, or even the customer support article that went viral. I am attaching links to all of these and beyond in the description of the episode. Your curiosity bites. All of this is not just an introduction, it's a testament to the amazing insights Sanket had to offer across the next 50 odd minutes. Insights that talk about understanding what you are building, how to build it, sticking to the basics, evolving through the process, and most importantly, persevering and keeping at it. Sanket personifies the belief that if you keep at it for long enough, it has to work out eventually. With that, let's dive into the phenomenal 17th episode, Global from Day Zero, with Sanket Shah of Nvidia. This episode is brought to you in association with the Entrepreneurship Cell of KIIT. Without further ado, I would like to welcome Mr. Sanket Shah on the show. Thank you so much for joining me, Sanket. It's a pleasure to host you. Thanks, Jivraj. Um, Super privileged to be here. Glad to hear that, Sanket. Um, This episode is very special for me, especially because, as the name of the podcast suggests, I am a firm believer of the fact that the next wave of global companies are going to come from India. Thus, the name Indian Silicon Valley. So, to begin with, the first question eyes on the fact that what is your opinion of the Indian startup ecosystem, especially since you've been building for the past couple of years? And since you've observed the ecosystem closely, can you tell us how you see the ecosystem to be and what the opportunity lies ahead for anybody who's willing to dream and willing to give it his all for the next dream?
1: Got it. So there are two or three things that I will touch upon. Uh, Globally, point number one, Uh, I believe that technology or software is the gold rush of our times. And I keep repeating it to myself, to everyone. Technology is the gold rush of our times. And you have to internalize it. This is what the future of the world looks like. And uh, you would see that also from Facebook stock, Amazon stock, or what Reliance is doing today, which is essentially building the backbone of uh, India via the internet, right? That's like the core. And I I, I genuinely believe that technology is the Gold rush. And I'm repeating it because it's so important in my opinion. Point number two, we lack certain things in India in the last 5, 8, 10 years, which we don't anymore. What are those things, right? Uh, as children, no one told that, hey, you know, let's study to become a product manager or become a product designer. Those are not the careers of choice in this nation. But over the period of last 10 years, we saw a lot of people moving from the US back to India who had worked in Silicon Valley, uh, who had worked at different startups. Uh, they came in, they built companies or they worked at companies with other builders. And then they started grooming people who worked with them. And in turn, it started compounding and multiplying. So today, what we already had was a high quality bunch of engineers. right? What we did not to a large extent was Product designers, product managers, et cetera, et cetera. We were already always good at sales and customer success or support, et cetera, et cetera. Global companies run that from India. That gap is now filled or it is towards filling. And that is what is required to actually build global companies, which is very, very good product with great engineering and great design. So we are filling that gap out and we are blessed with the advantages of India which is cost, right? So, so all of that combined makes me feel very excited about building global companies uh, from India, and I think that is what the future looks like. I, in fact, I believe that the future of SaaS is from India.
0: Absolutely. That is very refreshing and reassuring to hear for any young founder out there because that gives the hope that yes, it's not just in theory, in practical as well, and you're a personification of it, that you can truly build a global brand instead, in fact, coming from India itself. So really, really glad to hear that and points to keep in mind are technology resources and the very fact that it comes at a very easy cost. Uh, Moving further, Sanket, your story is very, very interesting and I'm very inspired by it personally. So it'll be very interesting to hear from your own uh, voice as to how this came into shape uh, from the very fact that you pursued in the US, you started earning there on, you were earning way before as well. And that entrepreneurial bug was always in you. So can you probably give our audience a bit of cue as to how that happened and take us down that memory lane.
1: So look, I think those are very like personality traits. Like I've never been good at sports. I've never been good at art. I've never been good at like several things in life. Uh, But one thing that I always got excited about was doing anything that leads to creating value, that leads to going from zero to one, going from an idea to making it live, Uh, always excited me. And I think everyone should find that one form of excitement where you look up to it, like it's a Sunday, you are recording this because you love doing this. It's not work for you, right? I think I found that and I realized that that is what I should do. I grew up in a Gujarati family, second generation entrepreneur, uh, which which actually helps uh, because the atmosphere around the house is similar. But I kept doing it through college. Like I was never interested in core engineering because I was an electronics engineer. Uh, Never got very excited to get up from my uh, bed and say that Aaj kuch Aaj kuch hum except for what I'm doing today And I realized that by the time I was 20 and I've been I've been at it for years now few ideas did not work, few ideas did uh, thoughts changed, maturity came in I kept learning everyone keeps learning uh, nothing else changed to be honest like my will persistence and excitement has not gone off. I think it's super important. It's a very, it's a trait. And if you find that trait and if you think that that trait keeps you uh, up at night, uh, everyone should do it. Uh, it's just enjoying that uncertainty. Like when I sold my first company and when I got acquired, there was no uncertainty. There was salary, there was fixed payouts. That was actually the worst year of my professional career. Hated it, loved it for three months. Hated it from there on, did not want it. So I think, but it's, it's very person to person. There is no right or wrong. Uh, That is what has kept me excited. And I've kept doing it right, right from 20, from taking workshops to going to the U.S. I got my master's in engineering, getting um, engineering degree there to saying that, Hey, I want to start a business right out on the university campus and getting a grant of $75,000 to do that to one fine day, get up in the U.S. and say that, Hey, I'm going to quit and moving back to India within a month of that, without a plan, to a large extent, are all trades, uh, but to all due credit, I think uh, there was always food on the table, and I never had to, like most people who go to the US have to pay the loans. My dad was supportive enough to actually say that, hey, don't worry about it, right? And I think that helps. I see a lot of people can't take that leap of faith because XYZ responsibility. I never had those which made it easy and and credit where it's due. So, So those things actually helped out, which allowed me to take larger risks without worrying that, hey, I need to take care of the house or I need to take care of family or I need to take care of myself. I knew that food and house will always be available. So that made it easy. But it's just that I don't think there's anything else.
0: Right, right. But the fact that you're embracing uncertainty to such a great extent and you're so candid about it is so wonderful to see and goes to show that entrepreneurship is not a career path. It's more of a behavior. It's more of a personality trait as you exhibited all throughout. And it's so great to have, you know, turned out this way. I don't think about it.
1: I actually, I actually
0: want to take a step back. And, and it's because I don't think about
1: it like that to a large extent. It is not. We amplify certain things. I don't know why. I don't think it's that. It's just that, hey, if you have enough trade, like just go for it. And it will work out. It it compounds like things that you love in life. If you start doing them, then they compound very significantly. And if you realize that, then you will be able to do that. Then it can also be thinking about if you love underarm cricket, you can also become a very successful underarm cricket coach if you really, really like it. And if And it will compound. It will just take time. Like your time for gratification is different.
0: Right, right. So instead of complicating, instead of, you know, paying too much focus on, as you said, like, you know, the things that sound fancy, just do what you love and wait for the results as I may. Great to hear that. It will come.
1: If you're sincere, it will come. If you're sincere, it will always. I don't, I fail to believe it will never come. It will always come.
0: Very true, very true. Wow, that is very, very inspiring to begin with. And now, you know, more, more such things. So, in video, right? 800,000 customers, 150 countries and counting. This has been a spectacular journey, to say the least. But when we look at it from the very, you know, micro lens, from when you started, from, you know, how it began. And, you know, everybody dreams of building a global brand, but only a handful have done so. So, Sanket, can you tell us how did you keep that will how did you get that sense of validation that, yes, you're on the right path? And how did you start? Just the very fact that, you know, how is that starting pathway to this humongous journey?
1: So, Jivraj, I want to actually take a step back here, dial a little bit back and not uh, uh, try to stay away from saying anything that creates any kind of FOMO and actually break it down. So, number one is, is the market size for any business. It is the market size. If you want to build a VC-backed business, if you do not want to build a VC-backed business and want to build a lifestyle technology company, then you can afford smaller market sizes. We actually started selling to newsrooms across the world uh, in the first 16 months of the business. However, due to my previous experience, I and my ambitions, I realized that, hey, market size is very important. And this business and the target segment doesn't have that market size. And I don't want to build a business without a small market size. So luckily we spent time and we pivoted and it was testing out in the fastest possible way. So we tested out in the fastest possible way. I'm a firm believer of actually shipping. I was in the early days shipping broken things, but identifying and engaging with customers and, and, because after market size, in my opinion, comes product market fit. A mediocre team can be very successful if the market size is large and product market fit is good, right? So we achieved that product market fit. Now, how did we achieve that product market fit? Any SaaS company that's appealing to a very large segment of users should try this company called AppSumo. Because as I call AppSumo, you will tell them about the pani. चलेगा, चलेगा न, free आप so don't optimize on any other metric. We did that. We realized that this is a humongous market. We doubled down on that. Simple. Now, like breaking down further into everything else. Every, so you, you understand the market size. Then you understand, you know, if you have a PMF in that market, it's done third. You try to understand on a very base level that, hey, this is a push product or a pull product. Why? Pull products are searched. Push products are first experienced. And that's an essential part of your go-to-market. Uber had to incentivize things because you had never experienced it. So they had to show you what it looks like before actually going to the real price. Swiggy used to deliver for 50 bucks for free. Why? Paytm. Paytm used to give cashbacks. They were not giving cashbacks for no reason. Push products. No one searched for I want to pay like that. I want to buy a lace packet via digitally paying. No one searched for it. So you had to incentivize for people to experience it. Push products. And, And they will have early incentivization to form a habit. Pull products, which we are, has a different form of traction channel. Because people are already searching for it. You want to be there. So identifying that. There are like, you can actually say there are 10 to 15 traction channels that you need to think about and then double down on a couple of traction channels, which are largest, and then get getting customers from there. Now, those traction channels, depending on where you are, will be global or local. For us, it's global. People search for the same thing in English across the world. That is how we got all customers. We understood that. And actually, I understood that by the way in hindsight. So there is no insight. Also, I'm actually saying that you can break this down into several parts and save a lot of time in hindsight, right? Now, if people are searching for the same thing and you are aiming to rank on Google, wow, you are going to get customers across the world. So I tried to break it down. So it doesn't feel anything, but I think that more and more people can think about it like that and solve the problem. Right. And anyway, for every push product, always incentivize for any pull product. Be there where the customer's looking for you now you can easily know
0: what the is looking for you. Got it. Got it. So that's been really great in the sense that, you know, there's this sense of clarity from the very start instead of maybe, you know, understanding it down the way, which can avoid, which can cause a lot of mistakes if not in you know, links, right? So uh, having understood that Sanket, if we break down, you know, the journey of in Zero to one and one to n, which is now the current pathway, right? And you've gone on record stating that uh, you got PMF in three to four months, which is not what a lot of founders can claim. And it's great that Nvidia was able to do that. So uh, what I'm trying to eye at is that zero to one journey where you know you have to make the right fundamentals. And Nvidia is known for you know, like I I know for a fact that there's customer support, there's great hiring. We've all seen the Rahul Subramanyam post. Uh, And there's a lot of great elements that we'll dive deeper into, you know, in the later segments of the episode. But here, if you can probably reflect a bit upon what you did right to set the right fundamentals, which can be evolved further to scale up in the right manner and blitz scale in the phase that you are. So what was the, you know, right components, right mixture, right secret sauce in the zero to one journey for InVideo?
1: Yeah, so it's actually nothing but very, very... Simple things like, yeah, I want to get this done in the fastest possible way. I don't want to struggle. I don't want anyone else to struggle. How can we, like, get into the fastest possible way? Like, for example, I I often think about analogies that, yeah, if I was smart enough, I could have gotten from this to that in two weeks versus four months, right? So it was just that craving that I want to, like, understand this faster. Like, I want to know the truth, the reality very fast. So... Basically, there was nothing but that. Uh, zero to one journeys should have like a lot of shipping. Lot of shipping. Uh, don't optimize for perfection every time. In in software, unless, of course, there are Steve Jobs of the world, but you have to earn to be there. You can't be there uh, on day one. Uh, because you're even if you think you can, you need money and mostly you won't have it, uh, talking to a lot of customers, then shipping as fast as you can. And, and being very real to yourself, we are very real to ourselves. You're very, very real to ourselves. I have never said anything good about the NVIDIA product. Everyone else would have, I have not, and I would not. And I think that also disappoints teams at times, but it's pretty much that, uh, there is no glorification. Uh, it's super heads down. It's a very, very boring thing. Uh, day over day, you look at, keep looking at customer support. Day over day, you keep asking people that, hey, how are we prioritizing it? It's super boring. You keep doing it. And I keep consistently doing that and then focusing on, because that is the reality. Everything else is in your, it's it's different. And and I like to be real. So, or, or we crave to be that. And it takes, at times you get glorified. It's like such engagements, actually makes a founder feel that hey you know you know everything or something like that it's important to dial back and i think uh during this round i uh did keep telling my co-founder and the team that hey we are not going to lose our shit. we are not going to do random things this is what is important and a exists because you do this it will never exist if you stop doing this so let's continue to only do this and stay focused that's it so there's not no glorification actually they're limited and, and focus, right? Limited, limited things. Cut down things. You don't want to do like too many things. Cut it down, cut it down. Like just tell me the three things. Tell me two things. Like I could have gone on for on, but tell me tell me three things that moves the needle. Most likely everything else won't move the
0: needle. Right, right. Wow, that is really great. I mean, the... To- Consistency, the perseverance, and the focus, which is you know evident from your words itself, is something that I guess you know it tells us a lot about how founders can stay focused on what is the priority and basically understanding the priorities as well. So great cue out there. I want to actually add one more thing.
1: I want to actually add one oh, more sure. thing, yeah. right? Uh, you said that a hey, killing, etc., etc. Right. So so when we say that, it's important to know the truth also, right? Correct. I want to tell everyone, hey, I blitz scaled and blah, blah, blah. But, sir, me and my co-founder have been doing this for last eight years. 60, 65 hours a week, eight years of doing it, doing it, doing it. And one fine day, in the last 18 months, I was able to blitz scale something. Dude, but there's so much that went in. Like I learned so much before getting there. So, so you won't get it. Most likely, right? And, and I am a fan of Gaurav Munjal of Unacademy. Like I personally, I love the way he operates, etc., etc. Uh, he also has background. Like Unacademy did not blitz scale. Unacademy did, but Gaurav has done a way more, like a lot more things in life before blitz scaling Unacademy. An and all of that is a part of this journey. Like he did not blitz scale Unacademy. He blitz he slowly grew himself and that might be an eight-year-long journey. People get lucky. There are different kind of people. But most likely, you will not fall in that bucket and you will fall in the bucket where others are, which is like time, 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 then and then you can.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so don't focus on the exceptions and understand, you know, don't just look at the end result. Like we often tend to just look at the peak of the curve. We don't look at the downsides from where it came and very important to stay grounded and understand and realize that, you know, it took time. It's not like, you know, you opened a box and here you go. Blitz Correct. It took time.
1: It, <laughs> took, it took time and, and it's important for people to know that be patient, consistent, and it will compound don't expect gratification in the first year or the second year expect gratification it will come believe in it you
0: don't know when but it will come right right keep believing and keep moving forward amazing like this is very very great to hear and witness this life so thank you sanket for this but uh, one thing that i'm very curious to understand right so uh, when do you know and what is the kind of customer validation that makes you realize that, yes, okay, our product is doing fine. So that PMF, you know, a phase where you recognize that, yes, we've done this. And now you know that you're ready to go global. Like if you could probably reflect upon a couple of, you know, strategies or stories where you realize that this was, you know, your aha moment. That, yes, India, mein toh, there are a lot of people that love our product. Let's take this global. Let's make a global brand. And yes, we'll be able to do the same things consistently there as well. So look, I mean, we
1: were global from day zero when we launched with AppSumo. AppSumo is an American company. They sell lifetime deals of softwares. We launched from there. We got 6,000. They pay $49 for lifetime. For lifetime. AppSumo takes 70% of it. Okay. We got 5,000 customers in the first one month. And then we asked them for NPS. We asked them how disappointed would you be if you did not get to use in video? What do you like? What do you dislike? Why do you not like this? Why do you not like that? Tell us your NPS in a very dispassionate way, things like that. When people started Udemy courses of in video, I was like, dude, we are, I think we are onto something like no one creates a Udemy course. Like no one will spend three days creating a Udemy course. thing. And I was like, yeah, I think we are onto some people don't create like YouTube videos in hundreds. Right? Uh, That is when I thought. But again, it was a very, very packed up journey. One month to do we have PMF or not. Because, by the way, because our newsroom business wasn't doing too bad. It wasn't doing too well, but it wasn't doing too bad. And this was a pivot. So you had to keep that going and you had to test something else. And we did that via AppSumo. And I I recommend everyone that everyone should do that via AppSumo. If you fall in that category, depends on what software you are building. Like you can't test Salesforce out of AppSumo, but you can test Evernote, Notion, NVIDIA, Canva, Vix type companies
0: of AppSumo. For sure, for sure. So iterate and, you know, understand along the way and be very cognizant of the learnings, right? Uh, Simple, no, if
1: someone creates a video, simple, if someone creates a video... Send them an automated email that says, how was your
0: experience? Please rank, rank on 0 to 10. Any other comments. And then NPS is science. Right, right. Very true. So, you know, follow the metrics as well and data will speak for itself. Cause the consumers will tell you what you need to do next. Very true. Uh, next up, you know, just at the sake of, you know, getting a bit technical. Uh, so when we talk about fundraising, right, and now you, you are on the news for it and in has done spectacularly having raised their series, if I'm not wrong. So uh, how important is it to, you know, raise from institutional investors or what are your tips for fundraising because uh i know i have heard you say that you know don't network don't waste time on fundraising so what are some of your cues when it comes to building a global brand and how important is it not just to raise funds but to raise funds from the right people
1: so look i mean uh i, I will answer this in parts uh, people say network 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 if your metrics are good they will reach out to you okay because they have to and they follow everything and they have internal models that actually are tracking companies across and once your metrics had become a point they would go chase you right networking doesn't get you anything like uh why network if your metrics are good they're going to die for it right and there are several companies who say that i i, I am a firm believer of that that just keep focusing on what is right for your user and not for the investor that's point number one and that actually cuts out a lot of noise uh We raise money, like one of the favorite person, I I actually give most of my, how, see, founders need to grow in life, okay? Not by money, like they have to grow. They have to grow up. There's some amount of journey for people who are not the smartest brains and they still can be founders. I am like that, right? So Harish Chawla shaped me and my co-founder as people. Harish Chawla was the Network 18 Viper 18 founding CEO. He's a very, very well-known angel. He shaped us. He gave us his time. And we got shit. Uh, so a lot of credit goes to him. Very, very important to find that one or two people who will help you grow. And it's important. Like, help you say that you need to be calm right now. Don't react. Or tell them this This is how they are thinking. Or things like that, right? So super important in our journey. Like, I, I, I give like 70-80% of that credit to Harish actually. Uh, and so will my co-founder, without a doubt. So that's important. Second is, so when we raised the surge round, right? This was two months after AppSumo. We met surge. They gave us a term sheet in like seven, eight days. Done. Like I never went to any other investor. They gave the right price. They were the right brand. They gave me the term sheet. Why? But by the way, before that, I had emailed Sequoia several times. Doesn't matter, right? It won't work. It won't work till you have those numbers for the most part. Very, very different for second-time founders, third-time founders. It will right. be very different for me. It was very different for me to raise angel funding this time than the last time. Last time I went to Mumbai Angels, hustled a lot, had 20 investors for 2 crore rupees. Right. Harish himself put 2 crore rupees in the first meeting. Actually, he did not. That's for another day. But that's persistence. So if you really want an angel on board, angel, not, not an institutional investor, but angel. So Harish said no. I won't invest. I said that, sir, how about I give you 10 lakh rupees? You invest that 10 lakh rupees, take the 10 lakh rupees equity. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't do that. Okay. I will give 25 lakhs. I said, okay, sir, you give me 25 lakhs is perfect. Within two months, he gave me like two crores. Right. So solid. And I've done that with Gokul Rajaram also. He said, no, I, I'm not going to invest. I'm going to pass. He's like, I was like, no, I will give you money. You invest blah, blah, blah. He said, okay, I'll start with 20 K. I said, great. Then I went to the US. I met him. He's like, "Can I make that 20k, 100k?" But that persistence just shows that you know you keep doing it, and it will work, right? And I know. So Vinod Khosla actually went to Stanford like that, and that is why I try this technique.
0: Wow. He
1: he went to Stanford GSB like that. Got rejected (laughs) twice, and said, "I am going to come for the class. Do whatever you want to." And they said, "Okay, come." Right. that is where this comes from and I kept doing it. So that's one other day, but it was easier. So it will get easier over a period of time. Then you follow the metrics and they will come. And when they come, you are the strongest. And it's way saying that, hey, when you want money, they will give advice. When you want advice, they'll give money. It's right. common. Like it's it's right. it's actually not untrue. Uh, that's true. Third is, look, the reason why we chose search is because I believe they are the most friendly set of investors who want to do right. There are. i'm not naming investors or saying anything but look it's simple right when you haven't proved too much in life you want to cut corners and you want gratification faster when you have proved a lot you are like you don't have to prove anything else you just want to do right i think that is where like sequoia and all these funds all the best funds in the world operate so we said we want to go to search 10 on 10 experience 12 on 10 experience Oh, a lot to search, right? So search taught us things that we did not know. Super helpful. Then we got then then you have to now think like how we want to raise money, what should the equity split be? uh, uh <clears throat> Sequoia, for example, might be uh, might own a large part of Nvidia. But I wanted to do that because I felt more comfortable. We had other term sheets from T R A funds. I felt more comfortable with them. Right. I felt that they align with my strategy. Or 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 I can have a dialogue, and that is how I choose them. But everything else is journey. Like there is no playbook.
0: Right.
1: You will do the right thing only. Just get there, you will do the right thing. So actually, people say that ha, thoda game kehla, thoda yeh kia, thoda wo. Wo oh, game nahi hai. Oh, automatic hai. Oh, right hai. Malala, right. Wo automatic hai. Wo right hai. मतलब वो automatic होएगा. आपको करना नहीं पड़ेगा. बाहर से लगता ही game खेल रहे हैं लोग. अंदर से कुछ होता ही नहीं है actually. Like वो normal होता है एकदम to choose, game, do Metric, So focus on that. True, true, true. It's very important true. to get the right investor. True. It is
0: very important
1: to get the right investor. Very true, very true.
0: Because, because you have to deliver bad news <laughs> to your investor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i don't think that must have happened very often at in video doesn't look no, like it no that happens very often no no why that
1: happens why how can it not happen yeah yeah i it's i get there's always bad news true
0: always true, true. Very someone's
1: true. leaving someone's not joining some leadership has fucking up you know metrics are not moving as fast as you thought or cac is rising cac is not rising
0: so many reasons got it got it yeah yeah on the practical front obviously it can never be all white it has to be you know gray dark everything but it's amazing how candid you've been about it and you know how accepting you've been and i think again the greatest cues is that the very fact that you know it is important to get the right investors but you have to focus on your metrics on your product on building the right set of things and you know the other things will follow the right investors will back you if you have the right product if you're building in the right direction i think that's the cue for me and you know with that when we talk about again like so this is going to be my favorite segment and you know uh, as we go on to the concluding segments i want to talk a bit more about you know the things you've done right at Invideo, and i as a consumer of the product or just as an enthusiast have read about them also. So very uh, curious for me to understand as well. But uh, the first part is hiring, right? So uh, we've seen, you know, uh, the inside in video, uh, the medium block. We've seen the Rahul Subramanian post and we've seen a couple of great, you know, folks get to in video. So as a co-founder Sanket, uh, what would you like to tell a young audience as to, you know, young people who are building companies uh, in terms of what is... If not the secret, what is the exact things to do right to attract great talent, to hire the right people and to make people the best for your company? How do you inculcate that culture? I know this is like a full throttle question, but I uh, would be glad to hear your opinion on this and how you practice that in video along with your co-founder.
1: Find the path to least resistance so that you can get there fastest. Think about it. How did we first hire the first 10 people in the company? I took hireist Insta hire, cut short subscriptions. I cold call people. If you make 100 cold calls and if you can't hire one engineer, then that's not possible. How many calls can you make in a day? 50. So in two days, every two days you should be able to hire one engineer. You will be able to. Just do that. Why go to an agency? Why do all that be as an agency will take 8%, 10% of the salary? That subscription costs like 5,000 bucks. Like in 15,000 rupees, you can hire five engineers. Early days. Very important. Like call them. Call them. I'm the founder. I'm looking for engineers. Tell me what have you done? What have you not done? Oh, good. I think it's interesting. Let me pass on to you the next round. Right? And then next round can happen. And then speed. So so that solves it. When you grow Things change, you have to think about pipeline and then you have to think larger things. However, we solved this to build a team of only 30, 40, 50 engineers, 30, 40 engineers, which we have, we are 80% there. We still have two recruiters so that we don't have to compromise. I don't want to say that. So you solve in that way. Why did we do Rahul Subramanian? My pipelines, my, my hiring pipelines were weak. So the backstory of actually customer support and these things is what? My hiring pipeline is weak. I am saying that here, and we the recruiters have not joined, so it's not their fault, but they were just joining and we said that we'll solve it from the core. So what did we say? Solving it for from the core is hiring recruiters. But it will take time. So let's solve it in some other way. How do I get what is my problem? Top of the funnel. How do I solve it? Rahul Supravane how much does Raul charge x how much will like, it cost me in time and money if i go through a recruiter this positive roi let's do it wo oh, brand man to usme automatically wo oh, intention my intention the top of the funnel aaya ki nahi bahut success metric kya tha do engineer hire kiya, vasul, hire kiya, bonus yeah. hi support Abhi support kyun kiya support ke mein kya, socha, kya, socha, kya socha, or whatever, right? Support is very good. Baba, support is very good because the product was so bad when we launched it. People would have abused us. We would have like 300 one star reviews. So we put customer support there. In that journey, we realized that customers don't complain. They become very happy when you give this kind of support. Positive ROI. Plus we realized that support can also upsell. Positive ROI. Build a structure around it. So it was... It was solving a problem that led to this. Like, we gratification वाला काम नहीं करना था, this. We had solve problems solve are hmm. inside in don't want to I don't want to show that our company is a stud, right? It is for people like you or anyone else to think that you people have join So it is
0: to hire the best candidate. It is not to show sure. off. True, true, true. Wow! But this is amazing. Like when you're saying it, it seems very you know easy to do. But uh, we've not seen other founders or other companies do a Rahul Subramanian hiring post. So that uh, it's. Sab you know, Here, or sub karte na, or sub karte. Na, aur sab karte. Malab, dream level uh-huh.
1: ne kiya na IPL sponsor, Malab, wo means wo bahut level
0: hai. Uh-huh. So, karte uh-huh. Yeah, there are different ways to it. Like, I'm not counting anybody <laughs> off or not saying that this was a secret strategy. Thi, but it's great how, you know, fluid you're making it sound. I from the outside, it can seem like, you know, it's like, you know, a very you know, secret thing to do. But the way you've explained it goes to show that if you think hard enough the, and if you think at the right ways, it's easy to pull off. But, uh, you know, uh, you spoke a bit about, you know, hiring. But very interesting to just add there extent of stretching this but you know recently we saw the Diwali uh, food boxes then we saw this video that was made and I'm speaking from experience again for those who are not aware we can put in links in the description but uh the retention part of it you know because we see that young employees young people who want to learn they learn at a company stay for two years then shift back right but for founders who are spending 10 15 20 years of their best time building the company of their dreams, You don't want that, I'm supposing, right? So how do you retain great talent? How do you make sure that even while the company is scaling, those key employees of the company who were usually part of every discussion, 10 in a first 10 company, are now also, you know, staying back, have the same kind of focus, have the same kind of uh, feel-good factor. How do you do that as co-founders, if you can probably elaborate? So
1: so I think, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick thing, right? I I have a dog. I recently got one. Uh, It's been nine weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, he chooses my driver over me given a choice. Because my driver takes care of him more than what I do. So people actually care for what you care for. My driver doesn't buy his food. Like he doesn't buy his food. He doesn't pay for the vaccines. He doesn't pay for the doctor. I do all of that. He still loves my driver because he gives him more love. So that is how I broke break this. Bro- and that is actually, I actually kept thinking about it. The first time I felt bad. The second time I just kept thinking about it. And I realized that actually most people also care for that. I respect love. Now to say that NVIDIA is not the best org in the world or in India or one of the best. Uh, a lot of work to be done needs to be done by me. My attitude over, over the last three, four years has changed. I sometimes used to shout, now I don't. But there is one thing that... Me and my co-founder do. Uh, I'm more expressive. Is yeah, I like care genuinely. Care like I might be rude. I might be at times. I might be cut through the bullshit, etc. Type uh, conversations at times. But I genuinely care. Like I would care for everyone, and I will go above and beyond to do that. So if someone would again, I don't want to name instances here, but I just care for people. That's it. Uh, nothing else, right? I mean, uh, with that cost of food box, we could have delivered three t-shirts, more merchandise, a bag, whatever, right? But I thought that people should spend time with the family. I don't spend enough time with my family. And that day I did. And I said that people should do that. And so we did it, right? It was very emotional. Uh, We glorify the founder, but what does the founder do? Like I did not like to a large extent, it was Arman and Deeksha who said, I should go on this podcast, right? It wasn't me. So that is what people want. Now what people want essentially is respect, love and an upside. I think we are able to do that. Uh, And, and I keep telling people also join and I'm upfront about it. And I have, I have complaints about it too in the company that I say that I will try to take you through excellence, it might cost you work-life balance. If you are going to say that I am a very work-life balanced person, I am not sure if NVIDIA is the right place for you. I'm And I'm, I genuinely tell this to people and everyone who works at NVIDIA actually knows it. And I'm not saying that this is right, this is wrong. We will have to change as we scale. I'm not saying we won't change. We'll have to change as we scale. But here it doesn't come easy. You have to put in the time. And I'm getting more deliberate. Now I'm saying that let's put less time, but let's become more strategic. The first 20 people were sloggers. Now I'm like, Hey, you know, let's spend time at the right place because we are scaling the org and not everyone also can subscribe to that philosophy. So we are saying that let's spend the time at the right place. Like, and let's think about it and become more deliberate, but still out and out. There are chances that you will get a call from me on Sunday. And I'll ask you for a few questions, not because I wanted to work on a Sunday. But because I am trying to help at a particular part of the company and I can only do it right now, or I really have the time today type. Uh, But, but people know that, Uh, but that also sometimes reflects on how they have grown and I know most of their salaries. So I know how their salaries have gone up. I know how their calibers have gone
0: up, but it comes at a cost and that cost is time for everything else. Right. I love how you know how upfront you are and how direct it is to not sugarcoat anything like you know cut the bullshit and be on the point and love the fact that you know the care part of it like you know you have to genuinely be able to do that and also the fact that you've been so direct about you know nothing comes easy it hasn't for you you've slogged uh, in the entirety of it and you spoke about timing earlier and you know the persistence level and so it comes in for you know everybody in the organization. Yeah, is- like- I want to add one more thing though. Sure. Still, family comes first
1: for us. Like, and I want to distinguish that. Okay. What do I mean by family comes first? If someone is ill in the house, I can let you go for two months, three months with pay without bothering you ever. It can be like five months. Say if you have to take care of your dad, mom, brother who is critically ill, sometimes terminally ill, Office mein, right? Anything. You don't have to show up to office. You don't have to work. We don't need anything from you. We'll keep paying you. Your job is secure. Don't worry. We can also give you money if you need if you, Don't worry. If there is P0 and someone says that I have this person's birthday to attend, I'd be like, look, it's P0 boss. Birthday to This is P0. What is P0? If the product is down. Got it. That's P0. P0 is not a f- launch of feature. P0 is nothing is working. Solve it and go. Because it's so much worth But if there's something else, there's nothing. So family will always come first. True. And I, I would always also, so it's not that, nahi chalega. Yeh sab jo cases hai, usme extra liberal. Ri- liberal
0: hai. Got it. nahi padega. Haan. Definitely like from your words, it's evident, but ha, like very, very clear in the fact that family comes first. And it's great to you for you to mention it also, because I'm sure it takes a lot of, you know, if if not courage, I'm not sure what the right word is, but to be able to create this system is amazing. And quick shout out to Deeksha and Arman for actually setting this up. Uh, glad, you know, uh, it actually worked out for them. And from that, you know, I want to step to the fact that one thing that has stood out about you and again, throughout this episode as well, you've not, you've almost barely mentioned I, it's either been, you know, me and my co-founder or us or we, or, you know, you've paid due credit wherever and it's not, I don't even think it's credit for you. I think it's coming naturally. So just want you to probably tell our audience as to how do you make sure, because again, as you said, you know, the Media will always glorify founders. When a funding round comes in, it's the co-founders on the cover. When something else breaks, it's the founders on the cover. But how do you make sure that the team vibe, you know, you always use the word we, the pronoun we, and how does this team vibe always stay in the organization? Might be very fundamental as a question, but I think this would go a long way in helping us understand how to build the right culture, uh, which would eventually build a great organization and a global one.
1: It's actually deliberate. Okay. So it's not; it doesn't come naturally. Uh, it is very, very deliberate. If you look at Maslow's first release, I would want to be the star, which is Maslow is our previous company. I would I would want to take credit, and I would want to encourage formal interviews, and you know I want to be like things like that. And now I think that I don't. Now I realize that I don't do it for all this, uh, at all. And there is no I primarily because it comes with a. Over a period of time, I've started realizing that yeah, this guy knows more than me in support. I have only given him the thought. He knows more than me in support. How can I say that, yeah, I did support? Like, no, I just give him an idea. He executed it. So, and then it's not fun anymore if you take the credit. Like, you don't feel good. And, uh, and so it just comes. And I've thought about it over a period of time a lot i actually don't give Diksha my personal pictures like she would keep pinging me i would not send i would say make a company collage send that i don't understand finance i can be pretty okay at reading a pnl i don't understand tech i don't understand the decisions people should take there uh i don't understand so many things right i don't understand how our sales optimization happens like we. have a client success team that does certain thing and we we keep taking tweaking that logic it's called product-led growth we keep doing that i don't understand that i actually read about product-led growth passed it on to someone from the team that guy actually kept tweeting tweaking it and doing it right so it's not about credit where it's not fun only otherwise like you can't this striker can't take credit no in football like it should be the defender and the goalkeeper also and actually they are they actually play a very, very good role. We glorify it, we should not glorify it. I don't want to get like by the way, I don't think only that anyone should be glorified. Uh we are all doing business, we are all doing good stuff, trying to do. Uh teams are working, teams actually have much lower upside than a founder. Uh so I think uh it should be us, always. And it is always us, like because when you if you're, there's this book, Hard Thing About Hard Things, right? They say that if you have the toughest problems in the company, you can't solve it yourself. Be transparent to everyone that these are the t- toughest problems. Because the guy or the girl or like the man or woman or whoever that is knows how to solve that problem and you don't. And that is where it comes from. And I think it's fundamentally very important that we all, resp- it, it's just, I think that is the culture we
0: want to build. True, true. And yeah, I guess like if everybody looks at it that way and I'm hoping they do, uh, it'll be a greater place for everybody alike because, you know, there shouldn't be distinction, hierarchy or whatever. Like, you know, the credit, it's never a one-man show. At least beyond the initial phase of it, I guess. So, no, it's a lot of people. You a it's a lot
1: of people. Right. Aapko WhatsApp. Kya hota hai? Your WhatsApp congratulations, So you wasted one day in answering them already. Second is you feel that hey, I am above all of them. But you have to realize that all of this is happening because of the team, because of what you're doing, everything will vanish. Exactly. People want this exists because of that. If you don't focus on that. This is going to vanish, boss. And I actually fear that a lot.
0: Wow. This is great to hear. I mean, like, you know, if everybody, like, again, I don't think, like, these are the kind of things which come, should come naturally, but don't very often, in my opinion, because, you know, it's very easy to see constantly. It will.
1: If someone spends 8-10 years doing something like this, then it will. (laughs) Just have to spend
0: enough time. True, true, true. Very true. Uh, Great to hear that again, Sanket Like I can go on and on for thanking you Because this has been such a wonderful conversation But, uh, you know, a couple of last questions Before, you know, we let go so, uh, one of the things that you keep mentioning is, you know, the time frame, which is very important because it shows that there's been so much consideration, dedication, perseverance that has gone into it. But what I'm eyeing at here is, you know, not not going into learnings, not going into, you know, uh, the awards, but, you know, the good parts, like the feel-good factors. There have been so many along this way, like your last company got bought out, the current scope of InVideo is humongous and the growth curve movings upwards exponentially. So, there are so many things so beyond the statistics beyond the awards beyond the funding i would like to understand from you that you know as a person and here i'm talking about the i uh what has been you know some of your favorite moments of this journey because you know i would like to understand what have been you know the good stories like if you can probably tell us one or two instances where you felt that boss this is something that i want to keep on doing for sure and you know your belief in yourself further got validated
1: so I think, uh, highlights was last company getting acquired. Uh, it was a highlight because, uh, I had to grow more responsible in life. after that, right? overall, ki abhi responsibility to I, right. So I think that gave me a very good backup money. And I think about it like that, that, Hey, can I survive for next eight years with my current lifestyle, which is not extravagant, but with my current lifestyle. Uh, then I can take risks. So, so that is my highlight moment. And I'm actually very grateful to Samir, uh, who acquired our last company. And I think it was, I was very lucky to get acquired. Did not make too much money, but I can live for a few years of my life like that. So that was highlight. Second highlight was, uh, actually pivoting the company to B2C or Presumer SAS was a highlight. So that was very important. The third highlight was, unknowingly, we hit upon a problem that very, very, very smart people find it very interesting. That helps us hire very smart people. It's not me. It's the problem that people people join. And uh, uh, those are like two, three moments that are very, very amazing. And I think like for all those moments, unfortunately, serendipity has a huge role to play. All those moments. Because I'll tell you why. We got acquired. That company got shut down. Three years, four years, like during the pandemic. Yar, I somewhere saw that this business is tough. I wanted to like get done. But someone was willing to buy and I think there was only one person in the world who have bought, who knew me, who was an Indian, who had the money. There was no one else. Like no one else would have bought that business. Right. So... So that's serendipity. Again, finding a very interesting problem that very smart people in the world find interesting is serendipity. You don't know when you start, no. Yeah. How do you know when you start? True. So all of that. But I think those are like the best moments. And then there's fair, fair amount of luck involved. But you have to be consistently ready to knock 10 doors to get lucky. True, true, true. That's your part. And then there's luck's part. You do yeah. this, then luck parts.
0: Yeah, yeah. As they say, you know, like, you know, if a door opens up after 10 knocks, it's, it, it is luck, obviously. But if you wouldn't have knocked and give up on, you know, your ninth okay. knock, then is that it is okay. nothing else. It is that it is
1: that it is that it is, that. It
0: is that. love the candidness and love the you know, the instances that you mentioned and very, very glad to have heard this. So for the final question, Sanket, again, uh, this is a bit, uh, you know, traditional in nature. But uh, since this is, you know, the entire podcast is Uh, structured in a way that can help young aspirational entrepreneurs like myself, can you probably leave the audience uh, with a couple of, you know, uh, lessons, if I may call it, I'm sure that, you know, you're not preaching or you're not, you know, enlightened of any kind, but by sure virtue of the varied experiences you've had throughout your career, if you had to leave our audience with, let's say, three to five learnings from your journey that can help Indians build global brands all across what would you like to
1: tell us? Yeah, so I'm nowhere in life to do this. Here's what I did, which worked. I was at it for long enough. I'm at it and I will be at it for long enough. And most good things in life happen. Like I went to a mediocre engineering college, but I still went to University of Michigan, which I think is a very, it's a top school uh, because it happens when you keep doing it. Right. And, and I never thought that, you know, I will start a company that Sequoia will back or Tiger will grab their TRA investors. It happened. Be at it for long term and it will happen. If you do it to raise money, it will never happen. So don't do that. Uh, be very, very consistent and disciplined. During good and bad. Like I'm very, very consistent and disciplined. I value my time and I keep like everyone should do that. And everyone should dedicatedly Do a particular thing and there is no way you won't win. I actually sometimes think that I love cricket and I'm not good at it at all. So I keep thinking that if at 27, which is like way past the age, if I would spend a lot of time just playing cricket very consistently in a disciplined way, will I ever get to play IPL? Will I ever be in the squad? Somewhere I don't know my answer is that it's not impossible. Like that Praveen I mean, Tambe is an example. 35-year-old you know, bold for Rajasthan. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's possible. So just keep doing it. And keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Stay away from all the noise. Everything else is a noise, actually. Like all PR is a noise. Stay away from it.
0: Right. Wow, that is amazing. Like, I mean, keep at it and, you know, make sure that you're focused. Make sure you're not, you know, getting away with the noise. And just, you know, keep doing what you love and the results will follow. This has been absolutely wonderful, Sanket. I mean, like, I have truly loved this conversation. Uh, Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast and, you know, taking our time despite this being noise. But this is going to be very helpful because it has been for me. And I would really like to thank you for, you know, addressing our audience and being on the show. Thank you so much, Sanket.
1: Thank you so much. Take care, Javraj. Thank you.
0: Pleasure. Now that was amazing, I truly loved all of the things Sanket had to mention. Real, candid, practical and structured, the perfect mix. Unlike other episodes, I won't summarize this one in detail. Just a couple of points that I feel are very necessary. Plus, you may never know if a detailed summary is on its way. Let's jump in. Technology is the gold rush. Internalize it. 2. Find that one passion, that zero to one activity that keeps you up on weekends. Get out there and create. 3. Will, persistence and excitement. Enjoy the uncertainty and building phase. 4. In the early days, ship broken things and spend time with your customers. That's the pathway towards a great final product. 5. Understand if you want to build a VC backed business or a lifestyle business and whether you want to build a push or a pull product. 6. Find ways to get things done in the fastest way possible. 7. Crave to be dear. Care for the people you work with and things will follow. 8 glorification is unnecessary. Keep your head down and keep hustling. 9. Find the right people to trust and grow with during this journey. 10. Focus on the metrics. The investors will follow. 11. Fear what you can lose, fear what you have built and keep building forwards. Finally overall aura is something that I loved during the episode. Sankir is very cognizant of how he got to this point and even more disciplined to keep moving forward. There is no unnecessary glorification. There is insane humility and joy evident from his words. So that was it from episode 17 of the Indian Silicon Valley podcast where we understood the fundamentals of building a global brand and being global from day zero. This episode was brought to you in association with the Entrepreneurship Cell of AIIT. This one was an absolute treat for me and I hope you loved it as much as well. If you are tuning in and want to chat about the episode further, feel free to reach out. If these conversations have taught me one thing, it is to spend time with the people who consume your creation. So I'd be absolutely glad to speak to you regarding the episodes. The recommendation for this week is the Axel Insights Podcast. The entire podcast is phenomenal, but I especially like the most recent series, Untold Seed Stories, which brings out some really candid and early stories of legendary startups and their founders like Swiggy, Freshworks, Urban Company, and others. With that, I would like to thank you again for tuning in. I will see you next week for another episode Till then, I hope you recall, if you never try, you'll never know. Stay tuned and keep building.